0: Hi guys, you are now listening to episode ninety-seven of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guests.
1: Hi, hi there, hi Brian Bonio here.
0: <laughs> hi Brian, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being on here.
0: Uh, it's such a joy to have you um, for those of the world I don't know who might not know you can you just tell us more about who you are
1: cool so um, I'm Brian um, I'm the founder of the online platform the Ubunifu Space a digital platform that just aims to showcase a diverse array of sounds and creatives coming out of the African continent and diaspora and then um, I'm also a producer on um, B- BBC Radio 1 Extra for the official Afrobeat's chart show and I also work at Amazon and music um, for the development of the African music division there
0: amazing I didn't know you were like on so much but yeah the benefit space is amazing so mm-hmm. just a heads heads up like I feel like you are one of the first few people that um I reached out to about coming to the pod like years ago Yeah, yeah. I
1: just yeah. want
0: to say shout out you I remember you, you you said something to me that really kind of motivated me. You were like, uh, what did you say? You're like, oh, you want to see more episodes and then you'll be with, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, okay, now I need to be a little bit more consistent so that <laughs> my asking like, oh, has weight. So, yeah, just thank you for that.
1: I, I think I think at the time it's just like, you know what it is? It's like, because even when we started Obinufu, it was when we wanted... Obviously, we were doing reactions, but we also wanted to do like, you know, bring on artists and stuff like that. And it was one of those things where when we started, we obviously, with our platform, you believe so much in your platform and that's the beauty of when you start something that you have so much belief in it. But sometimes and it's not where so I, I learned it from someone that actually was like that I, kind of mentors me but they kind of said the same thing to me it was like you know what, the belief you have is is good and you need to maintain that but also just acknowledge that sometimes people don't see that belief in what you have in your platform mm. so you have to make them believe do you know what I'm trying to say so mm-hmm. I think when I said that I was just trying to say like you know you believe in it and you need to continue believing in it but you also need to keep pushing it so then other people will believe in it and it will be a thing like where you wanted to be a point where people were coming to you to. Be like, I, I want to have is a potential that I can be featured on your podcast. That kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was yeah so like super helpful. Yeah, that's so encouraging though, that to be, yeah we'll get into the benefit a bit later on. But like yeah, yeah. I rate what you guys are doing it's so. Yeah, I'm, you. I'm a fan. Let's just Thank say you, that. <laughs> But um I guess I'm going to just launch into the question which I ask all my guests which is what name are you bringing to the podcast today
1: and why? Cool. So I'm bringing my full name. So my full name is Brian Otieno Obonio. The reason why I bring my full name is I think obviously Brian like obviously Brian, you know, you know like from the of space. Obonio my surname has a meaning from cause I'm from kenya originally and both my parents are from the lua tribe which is out in more western kenya um so like to give context Abonyo uh, is very similar and uh, same tribe as like barack obama's parents and um grandpa grandma um so you tend to find a lot of people in our region kenya have surnames that start with o so um that's why. And then my middle name, Otieno, is actually... So, like, you know, in certain regions in Africa, I think a lot of them, you have certain names that represent either the day you're born or, like, time. So, like, in Kenya, Otieno, it basically represents some a boy that's been born at night time. Because what, what we do in Kenya is that we name you, your Kenya name or whatever you want to be a middle name is the name of the time of day you're born so and, and it's separated by boy and girl so for instance a boy born at night like me is called a tno and if it's a girl that's born at night she's called a TNO. so the boys would be start with o and then the girls would be with starting with a
0: that's so interesting is that across all
1: of kenya or just within yeah yeah, yeah. so like across all of kenya you'll find like you know, the, the different names will be, and I, I will try find the different times of days, but, like, it'll be, like, either a Tieno, a Tieno, or Diambo, or a Diambo, a Chiang, or Chiang, um, and there's a few others. But, like, it's, like, about five or six different types of de- times of the day that you're born, and they're all um, either with O's or A's. So, yeah. So whenever, whenever you see a Kenyan, whether it's their surname or middle name, or they're just they're people refer to them as their Kenyan name, you'll normally hear those names quite a lot. Wow.
0: <laughs> actually, do you know what? I don't know too many Kenyan people too tough. So okay.
1: that's like the first time hearing that. Well, whenever when you when you do meet a Kenyan, you can just ask them like what's what is your Kenyan name kind of thing and yeah.
0: What was I gonna say to you? Okay, so you know your first name, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the story behind do you know that like, why you were given that
1: name? I, have to, I actually don't know per se. Um I all I remember my mum said my dad was going to give me some weird name like that some old school name and she was like no no so um, I, I don't know what, what reason my mom I need to ask her again but she'd end up deciding Brian but she the way my Brian is spelled it's not like B-R-I-N it's B-R-Y-A-N so she was just like she wanted to make sure it was like a difference to normal Brian's so mm-hmm. if
0: and then your middle name, Otiene, so you've just shared that it's because of the time of day
1: you were born. Yeah, yeah. Is so this was,
0: something, sorry, what
1: were you going to say? I was going to say, I, do, I I was born at night, so I, I was born at like 2 a.m. So yeah, so it's between, if you're born between midnight and 6 a.m., it's regarded as night. And that's why um, I, I come on Otieno, and then I think from 6 a.m. to 12, 12 or something, then that's another person so I'll I, I need to double check what name is that but yeah that's how that's how Atina came about There's one thing I always say um, I was grateful my mum was from a young age I think from the age of two she made it a thing that she would take me to Kenya like every year um like during the summer holidays um just to be I guess in the culture around my family there because majority of my family are based in Kenya and so being out there like you should always remind me of these meanings and like yeah and just that aspects of my culture and and in doing that, I guess it's kind of maybe the person I'm today. So yeah, um, I do appreciate. It. But yeah, I think it's just something that's been part of my in our household, just to like keep reminding me of like where we come from.
0: Do you think that's played a role in how you've um, like the inception of a space and like the pride of being African that comes in listening to African music from all over the continent?
1: Yeah, 100%. Because I think, you know, as I said, for me, growing up, I was going to Kenya a lot. And, you know, especially being young and, like, you know, you kind of think about what memories you kind of have from young. And, like, I think a lot of us is, like, you know, the parties that we were taking to, the family parties. And one of the things I always used to hear, especially at family parties, more so, even more so than maybe Kenya music was, like, Congolese music. How it came about was... I'd been going to Kenya quite a lot. And so out of my, out of the group, especially my close friends, so like Ian and David, who are also part of the platform, um, I'd been back home more than them. So like, I think Ian had been to Uganda one or two times prior to that. And then David hadn't been to the continent before. So in twenty. I think it was 2016. I remember I was just like, guys, do you want to come to Kenya? Um, you know, I've got a place we can stay at my cousins and yeah, it'd be like your first time in Kenya. So they were just like, yeah, cool. So that day, that year we went to Kenya and it was the first, I think it was the first time I'd kind of gone without, um, without like family members. Uh, well, like, when I when to say family, I mean my mom, my my, mom, my dad. And so being able to go out um, at that time and allowed us to kind of like explore the culture, explore, you know, like the nightlife, the music, meet up with people, with my mm-hmm. cousin. And being out there, I, I, obviously Afrobeats have been a big thing. And like, you know, we've seen the growth of Afrobeats for a couple of years here in the UK prior. So like, I was fully aware of like, you know, all the, all the Afrobeats music coming out. And even in Kenya, that's what you predominantly heard. But I also used to hear other sounds. And so in my mind, I remember coming back from that trip, just like really intrigued to be like, yo, like I can imagine there's just so much other music coming out from the continent, but we just don't really get to hear about it. Like we, here in London, we're only really here on Afrobeats. And that kind of intrigue then just like, kind of set me off from like a rabbit hole when I got back. And then that whole of the summer, going into like near the end of the year, I was just like searching up, like, you know, on SoundCloud on YouTube like searching up just playlists, typing in countries and like what music's coming out from there and yeah I was just like really like discovering all these different sounds and artists and then it was just like a few conversations I remember having an initial conversation with David and I was like oh you know we should like we should look to like I'd love to try discover more music but maybe we could create content and I remember that time reaction videos were one of like big things at the, at the time on YouTube and I like, used to watch them used to laugh I'm so interested to watch And so I was like, you know, we should try to do the same for like music coming out of the continent. From there, um, it was kind of like me kind of looking at sort of the friends and just being like, okay, which friends are like into music and at the same time would like to, you know, um, explore music. So I think that was one of the key things. I wanted it to be people that actually would be open to exploring music and not kind of closed up and not really being open. Um, And yeah, it was, honestly, I can't, I can't explain how it was just like sheer like luck of like I guess in that in that moment in that time of like being able to pick great people she mm. really join me with it and yeah from that point I remember I think it was like September October I started just going around pitching to everyone like um that I wanted like Monique um David and Ian and then Shade this is the idea, this is what I'm thinking, you know, and, like, I really want to have you on board for it. Yeah, they were all down. Mm. And then, yeah, we just kind of put together the equipment that we had to put together a, um, a platform. And, yeah, that's, um, what was it, the start of 2017. We filmed our first videos, like, I think, just after Christmas Day or, like, Boxing Day in 2016. And then I remember we dropped the first videos, like, 12th, 12th of January 2017, and that was the start of Benefit Space.
0: Amazing. That's yeah, that's crazy. I love how you like had this idea that it was just, it seemed so pure
1: the way it was formed. Yeah, it, like- was, it was just intrigue, and I guess that's where a lot of the things kind of are, like I say shaped for my parents because being able to go to the con being able to go to Kenya anyway from a young age, there was just like a general um, intrigue for me to like, you know, find out about the continent. Like there was a love for the continent because I, I loved being in Kenya and being with my cousins. I'm my only child. So like a lot of the time if it was not with friends here in the UK, mm-hmm. if I was going to Kenya, I was being able to connect with like my cousins who were like, with similar age and I used to love that. And then that allowed me to love the country and just going out there and I guess as I grew grew up it allowed me to appreciate being Af- even when I think about when I was younger and I know those like those periods where you know in school it wasn't cool to be African at times you know you wanted to be Caribbean or stuff like that I always did feel like a sense of pride like being from Kenya or just being African because I love the way it was described to people, like, you know, you people still say mud house. I was like, you know, I've actually been there and I can tell you, like, I've been at my uncle's house, which is like a 12 bedroom mansion in Nairobi. Like, uh-huh. people are living good out there. Like, it's not what you think it is. So, like, me knowing that, I didn't feel any shame. And so, I think that love, it's kind of what spurned me wanting to take my friends there initially. And then through that, like we had an amazing experience there. Like, you know, again, that time was like the first time bringing David, like someone like David, the first time in the continent. He'd never been to Africa before. Mm -hmm. Um, like, that was an amazing experience. And then, yeah, it was, it was just that.
0: That's dope. I was going to ask, like, I know you mentioned you asked David and Ian to come on this trip with you. No. Mm. With the girls, Monique and Sade, were mm. you all collectively friends before...
1: Obenefus yeah, came? so we were all... So, like, um, to kind of give you examples. example, so, like, for instance, Ian... I'd known Ian from when he was born, like me and me, his mum and my mum had been close from day. So like we've grown up together like over like 20 plus years. The funny thing with David is that our parents, well, his mum and my dad knew each other like 20 years before we were even born. So like, they worked together at Harrods, and then it was like one we went to went to the same primary school. And then I think it was one afternoon, um, my dad had to go and pick me up instead of my mum. And I think he bumped into Dave's mum there, and she was like, What does your son come to the school? <laughs> and then he was like, Yeah, and then it was like, Oh wow, and so like from that point on, we. We were just close as as friends from there. So like went to the same primary school, secondary school. Monique Monique, we met. Monique went to the same primary school as me, but she was the year below me. Um, and then we just like it was we, we knew I knew of Monique but it wasn't like we were close cuz the year below and then Sharday I met Sharday um in secondary school so she went to a secondary school near me and so we used to see each other all the time after school and then like she was friends with some of my friends that were in my primary school that went to her secondary school so we were just close and then yeah we just again just maintained Close connections and that and whatnot.
0: Wow. And I guess you can kind of sense it when you, like when I'm watching you guys, it feels like, but it feels like so deep and like familiar and like, yeah, comforting to see you guys in your comfort zone. Yeah. So hearing the roots is very fascinating
1: when I think about times when we were like still in school, like secondary school and whatnot, we'd play a lot of music to each other, like whether it be that the times were like Grime or Channel U or all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the idea, like, you know, when you're with friends and you're sharing music and you're listening to each other's music and whatnot, we wanted it to feel like that kind of thing. And so like, yeah, what you see on camera, like as in how we interact with friends is exactly how we interact together with each other Is is literally the same.
0: Awesome. With um, Obinifu, what is like, what does it mean? What's the, like? How did you come up with the name?
1: At the time, I, so Obinifu firstly means in um, Swahili creative or creativity. Okay. So the creative space. So I remember at the time it was just about... I wanted to come up with a name, but I wanted it to be a thing that when you heard the name, you kind of had a feeling it was from the continent. You could, If you didn't know, Swahili, you kind of had a feeling it was from the continent, you didn't know where, but I wanted to have that feel. I didn't want it to be just like a generic name or something like that. So um, I remember I was like speaking with my cousins a lot when we were starting it. And I was like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of like, something a name that links to music and art and just like all those like in an umbrella term and so it was different names but like yeah the name that worked well for like in swahili and then also in english was the ubunifu space and so um yeah that's how it kind of came about we or the creative space was just to like respect the fact that, you know, we were going to be showcasing different types of creativity on the platform and like the space just being a space or community where people could come and watch or learn and appreciate it. And then at the same time, just making sure or having that there was links back to the continent to make people feel like, wow, this is something that represents the continent.
0: Were there any other contenders for names? Because I think is a great name, by the way.
1: There probably was. I would have to go and look at my old notepads. But I remember there was like a good five or six other names that potentially could have been picked.
0: Wow. Well, how important do you think, like when you're naming a project or like you have description in mind, how important do you think the name is to guide in that vision?
1: Um, I think the name is important um, because you want the name to have a meaning. I mean, I guess for everyone, it's different. Like, you know, I think there's, there's, no, um, there's no one rule. Everyone has their own perceptions. Like, I think the other day I was watching a, a video about um, the production company, I think, called A24, which has made films like Moonlight and, like, anything, anywhere, everywhere kind of thing. And he was, the founder was talking about how he came up with the name and he was just, like, he was driving down a road, which um, was called A24, and he just said, I want to call my production company A24. So, like, it could be different shapes or form. But for me, it was like I wanted it to have, like, a a real authentic meaning. Like, I didn't want it to kind of spell it out in the initial name. I wanted it to be a thing, like, when people read it, they'll be like, oh, what does Obinifu mean? Like, that kind of intrigue feeling. And the great thing about African languages is that words or like, like our words are like are quite closely interlinked so mm-hmm. like one word you spell it one way can be closely linked to another word in another place and so like it brings that intrigue like i know for instance especially with people from the southern region um, of africa like obinufu was very close to like ubuntu mm-hmm. like i remember the start a lot of people were like oh the ubuntu space because like they just didn't necessarily <laughs> kind of correlate like, oh, it's been or like, so yeah, I think it was just like, I wanted it to have like a, a meaning that people would have to kind of like double back on and be like, oh, what does that mean? And also again, like I said, I wanted it to be like, you could feel like it was from the continent, not just a generic um, kind of name itself.
0: Going back to just like your love for music and love for music from the continent, I'm intrigued to know um, what has surprised you the most about the sounds from africa and the progression of the sounds from africa over the past 6 years i guess or yeah since you started with me
1: the beautiful thing has been as as has been to see like a lot of the artists we were initially um sort of like discovering kind of growing into their own and like developing their own spaces at the same time it's been the growth of the actual continent music music musically not just from um a standpoint of like you know just music and music videos but infrastructure outside of that how it's been embraced globally at the time as i said afrobeats was kind of like the one puller that was being embraced globally one of the one of the Beautiful thing seeing now anyways, like it's not just Afrobeats. Now you're seeing like how I'm a piano has been globally embraced and like it's beautiful to see that it doesn't just have to be like one sound to represent mm. the whole continent. There can be other sounds that can come come through. And as well, like just seeing the other artists that are doing amazing things, like people like Thames and whatnot who do not not necessarily Afro beats but like I bought like more of an R&B vibe but still are able to excel and I think the, the the most intriguing thing like for me anyway is just seeing where else it can go.
0: It's been so encouraging just to see how music can carry culture and like how music can speak
1: to the stories
0: of Africans from different places all over the diaspora as well and like it's that yeah. providing a new fresh narrative
1: yeah 100 percent. it's provided a definitely a fresh new narrative and again like i said in the those sort of like years back when afrobeats was just coming through and like you know the perception was kind of what the media showed you and you just thought mud hearts and like poverty and whatnot what you're seeing now is that like you know In Africa, like, people live good, like, you know, and if you really, like, obviously it comes down to whoever wants, like, it's open to it, but, like, if you really wanted to kind of, like, you know, start a life, you could potentially move back and start a career and whatnot and be able to live similar to how you could live out here um, with the right work ethic and whatnot. So, you know, there's those kind of um, opportunities there. And it's not like you should be afraid to go to Africa and whatnot. I think there's a lot of beauty in Africa and, you know, it allows you to connect with your people as well. Mm.
0: Wow. I was just going to ask that, speaking of artists, like, you know, the infamous Thames and Mm. Diamond Platinum, if you had an artist name, and I'm assuming that you don't make music, so forgive me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you were to have an artist name, what would it be?
1: <laughs> um. <sighs> I don't know you know it's so funny because I've been the last couple of years I've been or well, the last year or so I've been slowly practicing to DJ and so like um, I'm not fully there yet but I'm still working on it I've been asked like what would be your DJ name what would be your DJ name kind of thing and I'm like I ain't got a DJ name <laughs> I actually a name a DJ name or an artist name like if I'm whatever my name's Brian like I have Brian like I haven't got anything to give and so like when you say like you know what would be your artist name if I was an artist honestly who would be Brian I can't think of anything, anything I might just change how I do like you know Drive dot, and then I, I don't know, but I I ain't got like any creative like Mister or like another name. That I'm like, yeah, that's me.
0: No, that's cool. And then I guess coming i don't know if we touched on your last name obonyo like is there a meaning behind that name
1: honestly not necessarily i think it's just more i like, guess i was saying at the time i think it's um the region i'm from so like i'm from like the western part of kenya so to the ugandan border um so the truth the tribe is um called Luo, and so the Luo tribe tends to have a lot of surnames that start with o and a and so like yeah it's just like again uh uh a surname. Uh, I'm one of those people I'd love to i I'd love to try to find out more about I know like my family passed up until like I think my great grandparents, but I don't know any further back and I would like to try to find out more.
0: Oh cool. and then you know luo is that is that, am I saying it right? Is it luo luo
1: yeah, Lua, Lua, yeah. Lua.
0: is that the language as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the lu Lua, Lua is the language as well that we'd speak. Okay
0: and can do you speak lure or are there any words that
1: are yeah, easy yeah. to learn i can i can i i can i can i can give like a i can speak a bit of it idi so Adi Nadi basically means like, how are you doing? And then like you would, you would respond, I see my bear, which means I'm doing good. Like I'm doing good, thank you. But generally like, like when you're out in the bar because generally unless you're speaking to a family member, that can get you by in most places, just like a hello and bye kind of thing. Because like, you know what it's like back home communities? Like it's not like in London where everyone just moves around and like you <laughs> head down. Like you see someone, you, you kind of greet them. Even if you don't know them, you're just walking by going, just like you like, the kind of thing.
0: How do you say thank you in...
1: Um, ero Kamano. Ero So thank you is Ero So you're like um, Ero and then Kamano.
0: Ero
1: Yeah.
0: What other languages are there in Kenya?
1: Um, so Kenya, you've got obviously... Um, you've got Swahili, which is like the general main language. That one I need to learn because that's generally like in when you go to Nairobi, you can get by with English because a lot of people speak English there, but Swahili is also the main language spoken in Nairobi. Um, I need to learn that. Then you've got obviously Luo, you've got Kikuyu, which is another tribe language there, you've got um, Luya, which is another um language um tribe there. Um, You've got Maasai. Uh, they have their own language as well. To give you context, there's 41 different tribes in Kenya. Oh, I'm wow. You, I can only give you six of the way, But there's 41 other tribes in Kenya and they all have their own individual languages. So, yeah.
0: I feel like Kenya is one of probably those countries that, well, I guess growing up in London, Nigeria and Ghana, all the West Africans seem to dominate conversations. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like... Where are my Kenyan people? Like, what's the Kenyan food saying? And
1: yeah, I mean, it's like I always say, like, if you ever want to find Kenyans, just go to East London, like Dagenham, those kind of ends. That's like what, um, what is it? Oh, so that line the end of dish line what is it barking them ends oh okay that's where you find like the Kenyans um, in London but yeah like Kenyan food um, Kenyan food how to explain it so Kenyan food is like less spicy obviously compared to like West African um, cuisine um, and a lot of parts of our dishes have also been influenced by the Asian cuisine Due to like the trade, the spices trade that used to happen um, back in the day, Kenya, Kenya is off the Indian Ocean. So a lot of spices were traveling through up from India down the coast of Af- East Africa. So like Kenya, Tanzania, Mombasa, all the way down to like South Africa, Durban. Things like chapati, pilau rice. Those are all like stuff you can also find within a Kenya cuisine as well. It's a lot more vegetables. Like you've got like, things think like that's from wiki, which is like kind of like fried um spinach and you've got like um i'm trying to think if there's Swahili words or what food said in lua but it's stuff like beans as well i'm just gonna say like beans um and then also you have like your chicken and meat and stuff like that and then staple one like you know in ghana you have like yam um and then nigeria's pounded yam yeah in kenya it's called ugali it's a bit more firmer compared mm. to like, yam and fufu um and it's normally like maize flour. okay makes, so yeah
0: my brother's my youngest brother is actually in kenya right now oh really his work yeah he's there with his work so How amazing yeah he Great. should be back next week but like he's, he seems to be having the time of his life <laughs> so. i guess i always just ask my my guests um if What's what do you want the world to know about names? Your name, or yeah, just names in general. So there was like a final statement you could share about names, or stories, or even music. What what would you share?
1: Um, uh, I just say like everyone's name has a story. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like everyone has a story behind their name in one shape, way, or form. Whether it's the first name, the 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 surname, or the middle name. Like there's always like an interesting story, and you know, I think that's the unique thing about us as humans. Um, like there's always like a story behind someone like no one is a bland book, you know. So I think that's the one thing we can always embrace is our uniqueness and what we represent as well. You know, your name carries who you are as a person and what you represent and your your history and your family. So, you know. I don't always. I, I never think it's something to be ashamed of, and always to be proud of.
0: Mm. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for speaking to me as well, Eric. No, Eric right. Is it Eric now? Yeah, am I saying it
1: right? Eric Amano.
0: Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric Amano. Yeah. Eric
1: um. No, thank you so much for having me as well. I really appreciate. It. Obviously, I said I know it's been a while coming, but yeah, I appreciate it.
0: That's cool. Before you um leave, before you go off and do your music stuff and live life, I guess um, do you have anything that you can shout out where that like, people can find you and like, is there any music that you're listening to right now that
1: you want to put people on? Find me on my socials, which are across all across like Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, so it's Brian Obo So B R Y A N O B O. And for November, YO. Obviously, um, you can follow the ubunifu Space, which is U B U N I F U Space, um, on YouTube, TikTok. There's tons of content. Obviously, like you know, reaction videos, um, interviews that we've done, reaction videos with artists that we've done. Even if you want to watch our docuseries series of when we went to South Africa in 2019 and just see what it was like there, we've got that. Um, on our tiktok we've been doing like i started a mini series there where we've been going around discovering different african cuisines Mm. in london so like if you want to check out the restaurants we've been to and the cuisines we've had you can find that on our tiktok and yeah man i think music wise Jay Huss album I've been listening to quite a bit. There's a Ghanaian UK-based DJ called Hagen. He just released a project, really, really good. Um, I definitely recommend to check him out. And he spell his name as Hagen, H A G A N. Okay, Hagen. Um, we've also got Mass Music. Um, I've been listening to his new album. He another. I'm a piano artist, but his i piano is a lot more like soulful. So like, if you're like if you, obviously, there's, I would say with piano, there's different styles of piano. There's like your club hits, like with Tyler ICU. Yeah. Or like more level, if you're into like the more soulful, jazzy type, there's like other artists like Mass Music, Kelvin Momo. So I've been listening to him. And then there's, um, I've been also listening to Cubs of the Small, DJ My dropped another project called The Conquer Mixtape. And that's a really, really good, um chilled um project and then yeah and then I think there's an artist Julinho KSD from Portugal I've been listening to his stuff really okay. interesting so yeah
0: cool awesome I'm going to check out some
1: of those guys but also like follow if you follow my socials I, I'll be updating my playlist my essentials so like you'll find some of those tracks
0: right thank you Brian it's been thank so
1: wonderful you. to yeah. speak
0: to you and like learn from you as well
1: no thank you so much like i really appreciate um obviously the time um having me on
0: thank you for listening to the no shame in my name podcast until the next time bye Don't forget to like, share, and follow our content. We're on Instagram at No Shame In My Name Pods.